0: Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! Mm. How's it going, Eric? The meow, it's yeah. tasty. Yeah, I like dinner?
1: Yeah.
0: All right, well then, let's o- move old on. Old
1: pizza. <laughs> let's
0: move on to dessert. We are the Jumpman Podcast. We're coming at you every single week over at jumpmanpodcast.com. And I, I have a top ten list to talk about, Eric.
1: Mmm. Is it shitty?
0: Uh, maybe. <laughs> Shut up.
1: I have to talk about a movie. Okay. Not one in theaters, though.
0: Oh, is it a classic?
1: No, it's a pretend one.
0: Oh. <laughs> Better put it on your. It's a business. what if movie. Oh, good, good, good. Well, who should go first? Should we do rock paper scissors?
1: Well, you can go ahead.
0: All right. That's all right. If we learn anything, uh, from uh. From Brutius, it's always go last when you're uh, giving to give a speech. Anyway, so... No,
1: first you try and get the shitty broccoli out of the way first, and then you eat the good stuff second. Exactly. Ah. Wait,
0: now... Proceed so. with the broccoli. Ah. <laughs> so, I was very inspired by... The, I just watched the trailer for The Final Girls. Oh, that was on my list, too. That was my Thunderdome. <laughs> it's looked great. Yeah. It's a send-up of slasher films where they have, like, real-world... Mo- uh, characters watching a movie get they get transported magically into the movie I
1: think I like my description better it was last action hero if it was a horror movie and a hundred times better absolutely so I was go right through the screen and was, end up in the movie world
0: <laughs> I was gonna mention that because it's on my list it's my top 10 movie genres jumped into by fictional real-world characters
1: well, before we do the top one, let's just give a little more lip service to Final Girl yeah. coming out in October in a movie
0: theater. <laughs> it, <laughs> I don't know how many of them. So, uh, it, Final him, Girl, the Final Girls. Sorry, it looks like Scream, but funnier. Like there's still a lot of like gore and boobs and all the all the things that make the genre of slasher films iconic. But then they're also ripping on them, and there's explosions and a lot, a lot, a lot of comedy.
1: Yeah, so the backstory is it's modern day time, and this this girl, her, her mom was an uh, one of the main actresses in a 1980s slasher movie.
0: And I lost Derek. A screening. What? Oh. Go, What'd keep, you say? I said, I lost you for a second. Oh.
1: But anyways, while watching a screening, something magically goes wrong, and her and her friends get, get transported through the, the theater screen into the movie. So they're like, oh, holy shit, it's like the 1980s, and everyone in the, in the movie that they're enc- encountering are still playing by the script, which is cheesy and shitty, and it gives you a great chance to make fun of 80s horror movies. And there's basically a Jason at this camp. It's hunting them down. And so they've got to they've use their knowledge of the movie and of, of horror tropes to survive it, while also that one girl's trying to bond with her mom, who's now dead.
0: Right. But she's alive in the movie.
1: Yes. And and, and during the trailer, which we posted on our Facebook page, and or just look up The Final Girls, um, looks hilarious. It, it makes fun of 80s horror movies. I mean, this looks delicious.
0: Yeah. like for, uh, I think the last really good send-up was Freddy vs. Jason, where they just made fun of every... Every bad uh, Freddy and Jason movie, but lumped them all together into one of the best Freddy and Jason movies.
1: Actually, the last good send-up was by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> seven hours ago.
0: Yeah, I saw you posted that. Well, I didn't post the episode that was a send-up. Okay.
1: But they definitely were. They did another Jason episode, mm-hmm. and they did a scene straight out of Jason Takes Manhattan, hmm. where instead of the boxer guy punching himself out on Jason... Mm-hmm. And saying, "All right, fine. Show me what you got." And then Jason punches his face off. Yeah. Raphael is fighting the Jason guy, and the guy's wearing overalls and everything, and he's just stabbing him with his size until he gets tired. And he's like, "Fine, hit me with your best shot." And then Jason kills him. And instead of saying like, "Kill, kill, kill," they go, "Mew, mew, mew, tent, So, and then then they switch, and then at the very end, they actually have an aliens reference. Yeah. Donatello shows up with this huge gun and he's like, get away from him!" you! Instead of saying bitch, he's, he has this big convoluted phrase instead, but I appreciate it. Nice. Ninja Turtles is back, yo! By, by back, you mean it's good. Yeah, it was so good the first couple seasons, and then season three when they went to the farm in the woods, it was like, oh, this is really not good. Oh, it's back. They're back in the city and things are cool again.
0: Yay! The city's where cool things happen.
1: Yeah, and they had like a they go back in time. It was only a two-parter, not a whole season, and they go back and they actually get to see Shredder and Splinter back when they were y- back when they were younger. Cool as cool as shit. You know they actually get to see the two students. You know as they develop the rivalry and, and like Shredder's actually like like the top good guy and stuff. So cool. Like all you ever do is see like a thirty second flashback when you talk about those two, and you have a full episode devoted to seeing them as the ninja students.
0: Awesome. Yeah, but sorry great.
1: for sidetracking. Yeah, sorry.
0: That's nah, all good. You know, I just ruined my momentum. Jeez. Yeah. But, it's, but it's all for whatever reason you're dropping out a little bit. But I, whenever you drop out. I'm gonna do my best to just jump in and fill in whatever I thought you were going to say. Okay. All right. So, top ten movie genres jumped into by fictional real world characters. Okay.
1: Are, are you like ready?
0: It. I'm so, ready. So, inspired by. Uh, so, I'll start with like the first one: slasher flick, The Final Girls. So, as we just described. All right. So, uh, so this movie genre was jumped into by a fictional real world character. And then uh, the movie titles "The Final Girl." So uh, action movie. I just want to know what do you I, I'm, I'm just going to guess, do you know what I'm going to say for each trope? Maybe. So I'll put it out there and give it your best shot. Yeah. So action movie.
1: I mean, obviously last action arrow.:
0: Obviously, but also in a strange way, inception, because in the movie inception, they're using the dream device to go into the dreams, which are totally action-oriented
1: i wouldn't i'd call that more of a drama than an action movie okay there's a okay. lot of sleeping
0: <laughs> <laughs> i just watched it recently with my wife and she was like it was way more violent than i expected so like, i thought it was about mm. dreams and i was like don't you kill people in your dreams by like thousands she's yeah. like no mm. no anyway all right 50s television like back Bl- to the future Oh, Ooh. Pleasantville. Pleasantville, yeah. <laughs> where where they literally use a magical remote to get sucked into their favorite TV show and That's go right. back to Pleasantville, where everything's black and white because color is banned.
1: Ah, oh, man. That movie could have been done so much better if it wasn't Pleasantville. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, literally any other TV show would have been preferable. Ah. Any like, other TV show.
0: Like, like old TV show or new TV show?
1: Mostly new, but even 80s would have been cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that deserves its own, like, top ten list. Mm. So, all right, literature.
1: Liter- pagemaster? Yes. <laughs> Macaulay
0: Culkin gets bonked on the head and goes, has a little dream where he goes into the page, ma- or becomes the pagemaster? I forget. Boom. All right, see, see also Inkheart, where they kind of reverse that, where they pull things out of a book instead of going into the book. I didn't make it to the end of that film.
1: Oh, I do have a television one. Oh, what is it? In the TV show Community, which is so good, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Winger, Joel McHale's character, is sad because he's turning 40, mm-hmm. and he takes a bunch of sleeping pills, and in his uh, comatose brain, he goes into G.I. Joe the cartoon. Nice. I, I, I posted it like five times on our Facebook page because it's so fucking good. <laughs> like him and in his hallucination, not only is he in G.I. Joe, but all the community characters are with like really shitty code names and stuff. <laughs> and, um... And it's so good because Jeff is like, I'm gonna be the ultimate hero. So like, they blow up some Cobra planes, and Destro's floating away on a parachute, and uh, Jeff Winger just fills it full of bullet holes and kills him. <laughs> and the Joes are like, "The fuck did you just do?" And he's like, "What? We're the best." And and uh, they're like, "No, you're just supposed to lay down suppressing fire." And then Jeff is like, "I'm never leaving this world. I'm gonna stay in here forever." And then you realize the limitations of the cartoon world because Cobra Commander and Duke are like oh what does booze taste like (laughs) and they're like "Have you ever seen titties are they awesome (laughs) and then he's like oh shit this is just a cartoon this uh i gotta get out of here (laughs) but even if you don't know community you have to go watch that if you like gi joe you'll shit your pants laughing awesome so good
0: i'm gonna go shit my pants later all right moving (laughs) on okay r-rated animated film cool world yes ah That's right, where the animator becomes the animated and goes into his own fictional animated world. Yeah, Roger Rabbit porno style. Yeah, dude. Kim Basinger.
1: And Brad Pitt.
0: Yeah, dude. Before he was popular. He was, like, the most interesting character. I don't really care about the animator and his issues, but I was like, who's Brad Pitt? You know, in this this movie, he's this hard-boiled detective. He's like, don't fuck a doodle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But his, his story is actually interesting. Okay, all right. Sci-fi adventure film.
1: Jeez. Nothing comes to mind off the top of my head.
0: I mean, and, and, and a couple of these, I'm like, all right, they don't really go into the movie. But Super Mario Brothers, they go into oh, yeah. into the sci-fi world.
1: More on that later, because that's what I'm going to talk about.
0: Cool, dude. I also, wrote a, I, wrote, I also wrote Galaxy Quest down there, because they kind of, sort of, go into, oh like, yeah, Star Trek.
1: That should totally count. Yeah, no, because like their their whole um, ship has been rebuilt based on the specifications from the episodes and stuff.
0: Yeah, including like the the terrible looking traps. Okay. all yeah. right. Romantic comedy.
1: Uh, I watched so few of these.
0: I know. Well, all right. So, so I'll just give it away. So it okay. starts out animated. And then the anime characters go into the real world. So. Oh, Enchanted? Yes. Yeah, that's a decent movie. I like it. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I actually had uh, some friends of mine worked on that. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll have to check it out six well, to eight years later. <laughs> because that was in Central
1: Park. Is that why they worked on it?
0: Yeah, because they, it was like a New York City movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell them that our other brother, Jared, who hates most of those kind of movies, loved that movie. Awesome. And he, he loves the specifically the set piece that takes place in Central Park. Oh, sure. He loves it.
0: they it's singing the song,
1: yeah, the happy song or whatever it is. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was great. I love the movie except for the main character's name. I was like, her, her name's Giselle. <laughs> it's like I, I can't root for Giselle. Sorry. It's like just just go by Gis or no, uh, just go by L, Ella, right? Anything.
1: I saw this weird thing. Sorry, another sidebar. That's all I'm going to do today. Um, <laughs>
0: all
1: right, you know how the movie "I Spit on Your Grave," '70s rape revenge movie, got remade in 2010 right so I'm just like falling asleep and it's like 1230 at night and the 2010 remake if I spit on your grave is on I was like oh shit this is so you know it's I'm like ah oh, fuck it, I'll, I'll watch it for a little bit because it was like right as she's about to be abused, which then leads into the revenge part, and that's that's the part I want to watch. This revenge part, right? So I see this character, this
0: this, this woman. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. I <laughs> so see no, uh-
1: <laughs> I see this, I see this woman, and like I don't know any of the actors and actresses in there, so I hit the info button, and the the woman's name is Sarah Butler, and I actually am friends with one in real life, a Sarah oh. Butler. And then I was like, oh, what else is she in? So I hit IMDb Sarah Butler, and it says played the part of Snow White and um. Belle and Beauty and the Beast in Disney World. Hmm. And I was like, oh my God, now I can't watch this because I'm about to watch Snow White get raped <laughs> over Damn. and over again in this movie. I mean, because in this movie, she gets raped by like a whole town. Dang. And then, and then she goes back and kills them, and every way that she got raped is how she kills them. Oh, man. I mean, so, you, so you're not familiar with the 70s movie.
0: I, it's one of those movies where my friend who is really into necromantic And other bizarre films uh, really loved it. So I was like, I'm never going to watch it.
1: Uh, I would not recommend. I mean, I don't like torture porn kind of shit. I mean, yeah. you know, and just she, she gets raped for fifteen minutes. It sucks, man. Um, but the way she kills them is is kind of is very interesting. I mean, she puts a shotgun up a, up a dude's butt, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then rigs it to blow when some of the dude yanks on a corner. I mean, anyways, but um, uh, but anyways, it just it would me because then her IMDb her IMDb page said that she was Snow White and Belle, <laughs> and I was like, no, you can't rape a Disney character. <laughs> like it made made it so much worse. And wow. Uh, but at least snow White she she basically killed all seven dwarfs at the end, so it was good
0: Wow oh, well, they should you know somebody should uh make like a little mashup where they're going from one movie where she's like la mm. la, la 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 straight to the uh, revenge killing in the end yeah
1: i I highly do not recommend that movie to wow. anybody oh thank you yeah. for,
0: thank you for uh wording me Wait, it's okay. just,
1: it's just, I hate those brutal movies and that's all it is it's stupid yeah.
0: all right, so moving on. Art, okay, so trippy acid art house
1: movie. Uh, so uh, Pink Floyd did one.
0: Uh-hmm.
1: Didn't they? Uh, let
0: uh, it's also uh, let's say, let's say also animated.
1: Oh, fairies. Maybe, or I don't know. Fuck it, who cares what?
0: Alice in Wonderland.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, duh.
0: I was, tra- I was trying to think, like... You like, said Art House movie. That yeah. was Art House. That was, like, mainstream. No, I mean, I was thinking about it, like, literally, like, this movie is so weird. If you didn't know it was based on a weird book, you'd be like, what the hell is that?
1: I, I mean, I could do a whole podcast on how much I fucking hate Disney's Alice in Wonderland cartoon movie.
0: Write it down, dude. We'll do it and, next week. And then I
1: could do half a podcast on how much I hate um, the Alice in Wonderland Tim Burton live action one. <laughs> oh, I'm just never gonna see it. Never, like uh, I've seen
0: parts, and I was like, I don't like those parts.
1: Nope. Not. Oh, not only did I hate it, but that was when I truly realized my hatred of 3D. Ah.
0: Oh. Because
1: that movie was in 3D, and I was so pissed off. But anyways, but the cartoon movie, I fucking hated as a kid too. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, you read the book first. I did not. Oh wow. Okay. So, All right. So, British comedy. Oh, jeez. Starring uh-huh. a little boy goes to sleep and he gets oh. like, woken up by something coming out of his closet.
1: Oh, see, I was going to think Never Ending Story. I'll get into that. Oh, shit. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Uh, time Bandits. Oh, fuck.
1: Hey, Time Bandits. I'm going to slap myself.
0: Time uh, Bandits. It's the... Did you hear me
1: slap myself? I did.
0: Good job. Yes, yeah, because I love that movie. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Time Bandits. Little boy gets like... the 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 first 10 minutes if you're a kid watching this movie and we were it was like what the hell is happening he goes to sleep and suddenly a knight jumps out of his closet and then these like 10 thieves appear and they're like push the wall and the wall moves and there's a floating anyway they, they, they they transport him into a british comedy and it's hilarious
1: oh man there's this there's a scene with, like, back in Robin Hood and Mary Forrest and Mary, man. And there's this an arm wrestling contest and this guy rips another dude's arm off and he just celebrates.
0: And it, that he, actually, thro- he throws it onto a barrel full of arms.
1: Yeah, that actually influenced me. <laughs> um, the book that I'm currently writing that I'm not going to talk about. Um, <laughs> I actually had an arm wrestling scene and someone mentions, be like, yo, dude, someone got their arm ripped off in the quarterfinals.
0: Nice. And that was my time, man. It's not. Yay. <laughs> like that. Okay, all right. So you hate torture porn. Who yeah. gets transported into the genre of torture porn?
1: Ew. Um, I I don't know.
0: The It was J-Lo in The Cell.
1: Oh, fuck. I watched The Cell. I remember The Cell legitimately creeped me out when I saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Because there's one scene where Vince Vaughn's in the in the mind world, and they, they ripped open his stomach and tied his intestine to this crank, and this guy's like, that, 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 and he's cranking this thing, and as he's turning it, it's pulling out more and more of his guts.
0: Right, and Vince Vaughn's like, it's not real, it's not real, and the guy who's cranking is like, it's not real, la, 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 la. Well, and it was like, hurting him. and the bad guys,
1: Vincent D'Onofrio, before he was, like, fatter, uh-huh, and there's this one scene where he, he says something like, what do you want? Or something. Mm-hmm. And just the way he says it, it was creepy. And I watched the movie with my girlfriend. And then afterwards, I waited till she fell asleep for like 10 <laughs> minutes. And then I got, my, I got my mouth right next to her ear. And I was like, what do I want? And she's like, let's the you're, shit out of her. It was the, so good.
0: You're the best boyfriend ever. Did I tell you the other thing I did to her, like oh, like God. two weeks later? Well, you were like, we're going to do the cell for real. going to pump you full of chlorine.
1: No, she got mad at me. So then two weeks later, I waited. to fell and I put my mouth right next to her face. I go, who let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> who, 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 who let the dog? And scared the oh, shit out God. of her and probably everyone in my apartment complex. <laughs> She's so mad at me. And I, I was just laughing so hard. I just thought it was the funniest thing. <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, because oh, I was thinking like, yeah, obviously the cell would scare you. But then I was like, well, really, anything would scare you if you just say it right. And then I was like, fuck it. I'll do the Baja, man. (laughs) Let's (laughs) let's prove this point. If who
0: let the dogs out can scare you in your sleep, then anything can. And it it totally did. That's like, I'm sure she screamed in a way that was like, call the cops scream.
1: Oh, man, it was so fun.
0: You hear the scream and you're like, call the cops. I don't care who they are or what's happening. Just call them.
1: No, no one was going to call the cops on me. I already scared that apartment building. I left a very <laughs> threatening letter for the person that was stealing my Boston Globe subscription.
0: Oh, man.
1: Yeah, we're going to fucking kill a dude.
0: Dang, dude. <laughs> All not, right, sorry. No, no, that, that reminds me of a uh, – I saw this woman threaten to kill a teenager the other day. Nice. She, uh, she nearly I, – I, I think I told you this. She nearly killed him with her car. Uh, he was driving in a, in a bicycle, and she nearly sandwiched him between her car, her SUV, and another car. She gets out, and she's like, "You stole my kid's bike, you fucker! I'll rip I'll- off your fucking head, shit down your neck!" Rah!
1: Did she get the bike back?
0: Yeah, but not, but not, before she like threatened to kill this kid for like fifteen minutes. How old and, was the kid? He was like fifteen. Mm, well, he had it coming if he stole someone's bike. I mean, she, she just like. It was clear she just came from, like, her kid who said, you stole my bike, and just, like, get in her SUV, like, murder town. Now, was it, like, a little pink bike with training wheels and stuff from Goonies? Sadly, no. No, it was, like, (laughs) a regular bike. But then it it ended. I mean, we looked up there. It was in a park, It looked close to the park. We looked up there. We saw what was going down. And I think my wife looked at each other. Like, we looked at each other and gave ourselves the knowing, okay, no murder is happening. We're walking away. Nod. It was New York City because everybody well it's just everybody around like looks up they're like oh shit do we do something and then mm-hmm. after a couple minutes we're like ah she's just gonna tear him a new asshole she's not gonna actually murder him
1: oh but speaking of new asshole um, <laughs> in in the latest ninja turtle episode what? one of the latest ones i'm trying to think of which one i saw it with <laughs> april, you know
0: april is like guys i got a <laughs> bleached
1: no dude it was so good, right? So you know they've got this long-running parody of Thundar the Barbarian during yes. season three. Yes. So they're about to enter this cave and they do like a close-up of the cave, and Thunder is like, oh, "I'm going to go in alone and save the day," and he charges into the cave, and then they they pull out into a wide shot, and you see it's a rock monster, and he <laughs> hits his asshole, <laughs> and he charges into this no. rock monster who was sitting down is like. Oh! <laughs> The fucking Thundar went right up his hole. I was like, oh, Ninja Turtles just did that. They're back, baby. That's They're awesome. back. Butthole joke. With Thundar. Wow. Like his flaming sword went right up the rock monster's butthole. It was oh, so good. Wow,
0: man. Wow. All right. I got to get my back on it. It was so good. You know, uh, Eric, you know what you it. should do is you should have a recommended episode list because it's hard to get into, to like, um, you know, Doctor Who or something that you haven't really watched all of. You know, you can catch, like, a shit episode every once in a while. So uh, I think you should really, like, write an episode list of, like, all right, if you're going to get into Ninja Turtles, these are the episodes you got to watch.
1: Oh, well, I just posted it today. That's the one with the butthole joke. Okay. It's got a butthole joke. It's got Godzilla on it. Like, it's just straight up fun. All right. Um Actually, there's an episode. Sorry, I'm I'm just gonna sidetrack the shit out of you, but Do it. Um, so I've been talking before about how Gravity Falls is a good cartoon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So episode, it's like episode 11. It's called Fight Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> it is. We we needed to post it on our Facebook page. It is the best send up of action video games because basically they suck a character straight out of Street Fighter into the regular world, mm-hmm. and it's just hysterical, dude cool hysterical gravity falls it's like season one episode 11 it's called like fight fighters i think is the episode title i just watched it today and it was so good dude i mean and it was just it was all street fighter jokes too cool so i mean and i was just watching this and i was like i got to tell chad like even even if you know nothing about the cartoon you can just watch this and just enjoy the shit out of a street fighter character being in the real world it's so much better than that wreck it ralph video game movie and this is just like a 22 minute episode wow Cool. You got it. You gotta watch it.
0: I'm you gonna, have to. I'm gonna. You have to, dude. All right. Recommended. Here we go. It, it's so funny because, like, like at, w- at one
1: scene, like the the Street Fighter character is out in the real world and he's chasing people around, and there's this kid on the dock with his dad. And he's like, "Hey, dad, thanks for the new car." And then all of a sudden, the <laughs> Street Fighter character shows up and it says "bonus" above him, and he just beats the shit out of the car and keeps running, <laughs> just like out of Street Fighter. And that oh, it was so good. Cool. So yeah, you gotta watch that too.
0: All right. I'm gonna see it uh let's see oh oh so i only have a couple a couple left for you to uh sidetrack the shit out of Mm -hmm. uh let's see so uh oh fantasy you so you're you're entering for a real world character enters the genre of fantasy
1: um well
0: you already mentioned it can i use can i use a couple of south park episodes too oh absolutely i mean i didn't include any south park episodes because there's too many there's way too many
1: when, when Kenny goes into the, the 80s animated movie, Heavy Metal, that was hysterical. Yes. And everything is all boobs. <laughs> like, that was pretty good. And then when they turn into anime characters, that's one of the best episodes they ever did. Yes. So it's good. But obviously, you're talking about a never-ending story.
0: Of course. Kid gets, kid gets sucked into a fantasy movie. Oh, see also, uh, Dungeons & Dragons, the animated series. The one that I'm
1: currently telling to my child every night for bedtime. And he thinks it's a real story. <laughs> it's awesome. so good. I didn't tell you about that. No. Oh, my God. So, like a week ago, he, yeah, I tell, him a, I tell him my, my son a story every night. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's based on stuff that he likes, like cartoons. Like I did Spider Man stories for a month and stuff. Okay. And I did Transformers. And I was explaining Energon and stuff to him. And then uh, he was like, Tell me a story. And I was just fucking out. And then I was just like, oh, I'm gonna tell you about the story. There's all these friends that got in a they were at a music park and they got on a roller coaster and they got sucked into another dimension. And then this little short dude with red robes gave them powers. And the one guy had lightning arrows and the other one had an unbreakable shield, invisible cloak. And then I told all, all about Venger and stuff. Mm. And Tiamat the Dragon. And and he was like hooked. And the next day he was like, More dungeons and dragons, dad. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Episode two: The Frog People. Nice. And then I was like, I did the fucking floating castle episode. And I'm just sitting there, like, just doing episodes of Dungeons & Dragons. He thinks it's the greatest.
0: Awesome. Did you insert so, yourself in there? Like, I was there too.
1: No, 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 no. But um, I I limited it to four characters. Hmm. So I did Hank the Ranger. I did Eric the the Paladin. I did um Bobby the Barbarian, and I did Sheila the Thief. I cut out um Diana the acrobat and i cut out um uh, presto the magician
0: wait well who who is like the, the dick character that everybody hated that's eric that's okay. me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes! with the unbreakable shield yay yeah that's hated right. it too now you know the 80s was good for like a whiny ass character who fucked things up and everybody hated but they had to have in their party
1: but secretly he was the biggest hero of the group too of course he but would always he would always want to go his own way, but then he'd come and like totally fucking save the day. Yeah, he'd do the right thing. He shouldn't want to, but it's funny because back then you could tell characters to shut up.
0: Yeah. Oh Can't man. Can't do that no more, dude. Well, well, uh, I've been watching. We we just started. We trans. We were watching the movements. Me and my two year old son, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Uh, and so we just switched to because we just read Disney's The Jungle Book, so mm-hmm. we just switched to the 1990s animated Jungle Book TV show. Which, Tailspin. No, no, no. It's an oh. actual jungle book. Oh. It's like French or something. Uh, okay. Or just European. But it's, it's awesome. Like, it was highly recommended. Uh, and every episode, <laughs> every episode so far, we're in episode three, somebody dies every episode.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, yeah. And, and it's like, first, his parents are brutally killed the first episode. Then, the second episode, his, uh, his adopted wolf father, Alexander, gets killed by Shere Khan. And. Uh, wow. Yeah, but every and but because it's like the '90s. Yeah, Sure Khan definitely says to the monkeys shut up. Yes, and he means it. And he's you know it's like man, you don't get that in preschool entertainment anymore.
1: It's pretty good.
0: Yeah, dude, tell him somebody to shut up. I mean, that's like the N word. If you're like a preschooler, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like it's that bad. Like a, like a parent will like take you aside and be like, "How dare you? why would you hear that?" I know. Yeah, it that sounds like when we were growing up. Oh yeah. So, I got a couple more. Actually, it's just video game. Okay. You get sucked into a video game. Captain N. The Game Master. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. And his dog. (laughs) I swear
1: I don't remember the dog part. It's (laughs) so fun. No, you know
0: what? I fucking do now. I think I do.
1: I do remember the dog (laughs) jumping in afterwards.
0: It's afterwards, right? Yeah, he jumps in wagging his tail. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because every He-Man needs a battle cat.
1: I really need to watch that cartoon again i've literally not seen it
0: since it was actually on saturday morning cartoons you watch uh 60 seconds of it and you'll put it down immediately it is not aged well it was horrible when we watched it but it was all we had i just remember king hippo had some big ass nipples
1: (laughs) and he was like he was like the wrong color i was like why is he why is he fucking blue or whatever
0: it was weird and and well the word i mean the the true tragedy was mega man because he was, he was a green midget, and he, and he said mega everything. He's like, mega high, every mega buddy. He yeah, was, you, and he was useless in a fight.
1: Yeah, you were into that cartoon. I hated it.
0: I mean, it was like, it was video games. It was like, you know, every kid's fantasy, you go into a video game, and a hot princess wants your number, and you get to kill bad guys. I mean, and Kev- Kevin uh, was like a cocky prick too but he had his shortcomings too i mean it was like room to grow and he had a big gay bear buddy uh simon belmont vampire hunter
1: oh another sidetrack for you by the way two of my friends definitely did just executive produce the league of legends manhattan tournament really yeah (laughs) awesome remember i was randomly talking a couple episodes back I'm like, i think my friends do League of legends yeah they definitely do
0: shit sure, dude you gotta give me their number because <laughs> i'm running the film festival pretty soon and i need a riot games contact information because they don't have any on the website
1: yeah they totally uh they're in the fucking booth awesome dude making it happen <laughs> it's so funny I, every once in a while i look at the facebook pages and they're like ah we're in we're in fucking Japan, hey, we're here, and there's like all this giant arena picks and stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's cool.
0: That's <laughs> and then awesome. even
1: I was like, oh, lol. Oh, they're not laughing at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all starting to make sense
0: now. I was I was just watching a match, a uh, live match today between uh, Fnatic and uh, fuck Origin, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, yeah, it was like uh, it turned out to be like a best of five, like both teams sticking it to each other. I just love I love watching that game. I'm not really into uh, playing it as much Mm -hmm. because it's just it's all about the metagame like you have to know everything and it's hard Mm -hmm. but i like watching it
1: well they're pumped now because like updates over this this weekend the tournament manhattan updates were showing up on espn.com's webpage. wow like they're posting esports like sports almost now
0: yeah they need esports though esports doesn't need espn
1: no but they're all they're like hooked up with wwe wrestling too like they're promoting the shit out of SummerSlam. they just had the big show on sports center and stuff
0: wow well all right that that to me says that uh regular sports watching is down and ESPN needs to figure it out
1: regular i mean they're just terrible because they only i mean they only promote the sports that they televise so it's like hockey is such a big sport and they'll never show it on espn and it just kills me and they just focus on a couple things so I'm glad they're branching out to esports and wrestling. I just mm-hmm. wish they'd show some of the actual other sports too. Sure. But uh, it's just, I mean, they're basically doing what Marvel did to the Fantastic Four comic. They're like, we don't own you or X Men, so we're not going to promote you. So yeah. ESPN is like, we're called SportsCenter, but you, we don't televise you. The NBC does, so we're going to pretend you don't exist. Damn. Yeah, it's stupid. I don't watch sports Center anymore, really, so they mm. suck. ESPN blows.
0: Ah, uh, well, what's new?
1: I'm a huge sports fan. ESPN sucks. You suck, ESPN. (laughs) You have lost me. I used to watch you the same show like three times in a row back in college. I liked you so much. Mm. Now you guys suck. Damn. ESPN sucks. They are terrible. Wow. They're
0: terrible. They're terrible. Call us. We will run an ad for you at the beginning of our podcast. I know. I can't stand them, though. I can't stand them. They're so terrible. And the only
1: guy I liked over there, Bill Simmons, they fired him a couple months ago.
0: Well, that's just it, man. Well, you know, it's like like wrestling, too. You know, you get your good times, you get your bad times. And if things suck, you stop watching for five years and then tune back in when everybody uh, is talking about it.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it's it's too bad because like you would just hope like oh if everyone just stops watching ESPN, I gotta make changes. But the thing with sports fans is they're born every minute. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> they're not, they're never gonna change. They suck. I hate you, ESPN. Well, who knows? Me and ESPN, I dumped ESPN. Yeah. Literally, when I cut my cable and stuff, but they suck. Yeah. I hate you, ESPN. Used to be so good. Used to be fun. Used to let your your anchors be cool. Mm. Where are you now? dumpsville you guys suck looking for a rebound just fucking suck like espn is almost like fox news half the time now because really now they just sit there and they're like okay well let's uh so this this one athlete might be in trouble we don't know anything else to go on but let's just all sit there and spitball on what might be happening
0: oh no really what might
1: be going in their mind what do, the you think they, what do you think they might have done and we'll just do this for the next six hours until we get Two more sentences of info about it. Oh, now let's be, you know. And if it's football, let's bring in all these dumb jocks who used to play football. Oh. But what's your opinion on this guy? <laughs> oh well, I mean, uh, shut the fuck up. Oh. Sorry, I'm just sidetracking the shit out of this. I Here's, love it though; it's fun. So,
0: uh, so two more, and then I'm done. <laughs> okay, and then so, and then this episode's done because it's been fun though. Was, I like it, it. It was a sidetrack the episode. Oh. So it really is. It's cool though. People, people, <laughs> ju- shut up. People jumped into a video game. Tron, yes. Tron, Tron, of course, Tron. Tron. And Only the
1: original one. The other one, the next one, never happened.
0: It never happened. I mean, there might have been a Tron three, but who cares? Um, I need to write. I need to watch the TV series that everybody talks about. Uh, and then finally, finally, jumping into a video game, Red Dwarf. You ever seen this episode? It's called Better Than Life no it is critically acclaimed and it's even used in like the museum of the moving image references it in a big way because it's it really like predates any concept of uh, uh i mean i'm probably getting that wrong but like it predates any concept of like v- of, like vr where you're completely immersed mm-hmm. it's like the characters on the show go into they use a simulation called better than life where it's just like they can do anything that their brains want, so any like anything that they can think of, they do. So they're like, "Hey, we're gonna play golf. Wow, I got a hole in one every single time." Hey, those 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 people that made fun of me in high school, haha! Now they're winning their pants. Uh, hmm. But then one of the characters starts to have like a, a breakdown where he's like, "Oh, it's that girl that I liked. Oh man, now we got married. Oh no, we had a bunch of kids," and it starts like going really badly for him and affecting the 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 world. And they're like, "No, man, you gotta think happy thoughts." But it just more and more things just start to spiral out of control. It's mm. a great. It's a great episode. Just definitely look it up on YouTube if you get a chance.
1: Oh, I've got one for the religious category. Oh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Ooh,
0: that's right. Going up to Narnia.
1: I mean, that's one of the biggest examples, really.
0: That's true. I didn't even think about that. Of course, yeah. I made up this list ten minutes before we started.
1: I mean, although although it's like it's a big religious movie, and you know we're not super huge into religion. I mean. If your version of Jesus is Liam Neeson in a lion, that's pretty cool. Fuck yeah, dude! If, if your God is Liam Neeson <laughs> in a lion, yeah, then maybe I will start going to Sunday school again.
0: Exactly, and you know what? <laughs> Liam Neeson, way cooler. Like that lion, who's like, you know, he just doesn't give a crap. He's like, you know, I could just take out their arm a single handedly. I'm just gonna let them think they get the best of me. You know, have yeah. him shave me and sacrifice me and then it was and it was like it was all just a ploy to get back into your base to free my dudes.
1: That's right. Liam Neeson the Liam Neeson Lion Jesus is like I have a certain set of commandments <laughs> that you must <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> that I will break if you do not listen to me.
0: That's right, man. Wow. He goes, First of all,
1: no having sex with centaurs. It's just creepy. <laughs> <laughs> or those little fawn things. Yeah,
0: second rule. Fawns can't hang out with little girls unsupervised. <laughs> no, it's bad, Mr. Thomas. Mr. Thomas was such a pedophile creeper, in my opinion. I don't know if that's what they're going for in, like, the remake, but I was like, I remember Mr. Thomas is like, this bumbling, fool character that, you know, like you could trust around your kids, but, like, Mr. Tumnus as, like, 20 year old half naked man hanging out in the cold. I'm like, this is there's something wrong with this picture,
1: yeah. It, you know, all those um, like scary movie production company does all those spoofs of movies, yes. They did one, I think it was Epic Movie, maybe. Mm-hmm. They basically one of those movie movies, they did a spoof of Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe, and it was actually pretty decent.
0: Wow, that must have been like, the only funny part in the whole movie,
1: yeah. They did, they did like uh. Is it Mr. Thomas the Fawn, right? Yeah, yeah. So he does this one where he he takes Lucy back to his house and he does like an MTV crib style <laughs> of his house and stuff. I don't know why, but it just cracked me up. Maybe it was just the time I saw it.
0: I, I I saw five minutes of that movie while we were flipping channels at our parents' house, and it was a Harry Potter parody. And I was like, oh man, Harry Potter, you could easily make a funny joke. No, no, it was just it was just all the characters are old.
1: Yeah, how come there wasn't? How come there hasn't been a full Harry Potter movie, Harry Potter movie <laughs> parody? <laughs> how come there hasn't been a full Harry Potter movie parody?
0: I mean, there's been a few porns.
1: Yeah, of course, and and there's been a couple segments here and there making fun of Harry Potter, but right. there should be a full movie one.
0: There's a Broadway, uh, like an off Broadway, nah, I don't give vision. a shit. Wow, those nah. are always fun. You and they see- got
1: like a real character from the movie in it, right? One of my favorite characters.
0: I th- Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? The- Luna. Yeah. Luna, Luna Lovegood. One. Yeah. Yeah. Who, by the way, do you know her real life story? Yeah.
1: She fucking wrote J.K. Rowling and was like, I want to be in the movies.
0: Yeah. No, but she was like dying.
1: Oh, I didn't know she's dying. I just know she wrote to J.K. and said, I want to be in the movies. And she was like, well, maybe one day if you're lucky or something, and then she fucking got in.
0: I'm pretty sure, I'll have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure the whole story is that, like, it it was like a -a make-a-wish thing where she's like, hey, I'm, like, my health is really, really bad, but, you know, I'm just writing to say I would love to be in the movie as this character.
1: Yeah, didn't she say, I identify with Luna, blah, 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 and then that was when she was younger, and then they weren't making that movie until years later, and then she was old enough and she auditioned. and She got it and was like,
0: bam, bitch, I'm here. Yeah, she, she's like a crazy success story.
1: And she was my second favorite character in the movies and definitely in my like, top four in the books. I really enjoyed Luna Lovegood. I thought she was awesome.
0: Yeah, dude. You know, she was, I, I related a lot to her because she was the character that everybody kind of dismissed, but then she was totally fucking right about everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she every, was cool. Every time. Yeah,
1: I enjoyed her (laughs) (laughs) as a character. She was cool. I mean, it's like, I hate Harry Potter, Eric. No, 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 not, not like that. I'm saying like just reading the book and stuff like I like Harry Potter gets so annoying after book four. Yeah, so goddamn annoying. And the movies, he is the worst. I just want to reach through and strangle him in the movies. He's so bad after the first three or four movies. Like, he's good as a little kid in those movies, and then he gets older, and I just want to kill him. But as the movies get older, there's other characters that come out. You know, like the the Weasley twins are awesome. Luna Lovegood's awesome. Um, You know, you can really just say, okay, well, Harry Potter fucking sucks. I hate him, but at least these other ones are good. He really pissed me off. He did an interview a couple years ago. um, The actor, Harry, Harry Potter, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and um and he was like oh you know, you know what like i had trouble with alcohol and you know i can watch some scenes in the last couple movies and i can look at those scenes and i can tell you which ones i'm just totally gone in wow and i'm like fuck you man what I'm a professional Gosh.
0: fucking no way like, i'm all right go ahead go ahead
1: i was just fucking tons of kids love those harry potter movies and and then you you show up fucking wasted to the set and it's like all right you have a problem with alcohol, or whatever." But do you should you ever admit that to people? Yeah, I was fucking wasted in those last couple movies. Like, keep that shit to yourself,
0: dude. Like, maybe. come on. I mean, maybe. I mean, all right. So, in in terms of like celebrities that are cool, Daniel Radcliffe is uh is close to the top of the list. You know, him admitting that he had a problem with alcohol is probably good for him. You know, I mean, maybe it's bad for like the super fans who are like, "How dare you!" You know, well, that I, scene I, really meant something to me.
1: Well, no, no. For me, it's just because I thought the last couple of movies were such shit.
0: Yes. He probably, he, that he probably thought said, they were, too.
1: Yeah, and now when he admits that he was shitty in them because he was drunk a lot, and I was like, well, fuck you, man. Maybe if you'd shown up sober, the movie wouldn't have been quite so shitty. I doubt it. So now I'm, like, more mad at you.
0: <laughs> no, man, it's not his fault, dude. But It but, was his fault. He shot up drunk. Well, <laughs> okay. Oh, all, right. So, all right, so, Eric, you've shot things in the studio, right? Yeah. But when you're... Sh- but... but uh when you're just shooting like film in a studio it's boring as fuck there's nothing to do you know so he's like drinking in his uh, room and they're like okay harry potter you're on in like one minute and he's like well fuck it what am i doing oh yeah i'm looking over uh camera right and saying how dare you and like doing an action and then if you need to kill
1: time if you need to get kill time get like a blowjob from an intern or something (laughs) (laughs) don't get
0: wasted I'm not. i I'm, I'm. I'm not. Uh, all <laughs> I'm saying is, like, shooting studio movies suck. Yeah. Well, they're just awful.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying. You know, you shouldn't need that much motivation to play one of the biggest cinema characters ever, and you're getting paid loads of money. It's like, come on.
0: He grew up with it, though. It's different. Be professional. It's it's, it's different. You know, when when Shia LaBeouf trashed uh, Indiana Jones, we can't. and yeah, Harrison well. Ford, Harrison Ford was like, he was like, even if it's the movie sucks ass, don't talk shit about it. Stupid. Yeah, you know, not when you're promoting it. You do that like ten years down the road, you know. When you're I know everybody... it
1: was a call, it was, it was like two years later, and Harrison Ford was like, "Shut the fuck up, Shia LaBeouf." Yeah. So, well, anyways, we could do a whole episode on Shia LaBeouf again too.
0: <laughs> he's been great, man. What a turn- he really has been great. What, what a turn! What a turnaround! Now everybody's well, like, it? he's amazing.
1: Well, I was still mad at him because when he was going, I mean, like there was a shitty movie stage, then there was his. um getting arrested all the time stage after you bragged about never being arrested. Right. And I hated that too. Then there was his plagiarism ripoff stage, which I hated the most. Then there was his, Oh, I got caught plagiarizing all the time. So now I'm going to plagiarize all the time. Wink, wink. Like I'm doing it on purpose. Mm. So you'll think the other stuff was on purpose and I hated him even more. But then he finally came back around with like, just do it. Now that he's really becoming more of a joke, I'm enjoying it. Yay. And that that video he did with Sia, um, that was like his best acting he ever did. <laughs> I
0: I did not see that. What is that?
1: Uh Sia S I A. She's like done like a bunch of. She's like a hit pop star these days with that Chandelier song a couple years ago. Oh, wow. she did the she did that Titanium. Okay. Oh, so good! it's a great song. Good oh, job. I just, I just killed it. but <laughs> you Kill know
0: that song. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, so, anyways, but she's been doing the. Her last three videos have been just with this like eleven-year-old girl in like a nude suit. Uh-huh. nude leotard and she just does interpretive dance and in one of the videos she has the 11 year old girl in there and shia labeouf and they're trapped in a giant cage <laughs> they're trapped they're wow. both in nude suits and they're trapped and dirty and they're trapped in a giant cage and they're making like animal faces at each other and they're, <laughs> and they're trying to escape the bars and like shia labeouf Ooh. is coming after in almost like a creepy way right and it's his best work because of course he's not talking he's not saying no 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 like it's it's over a really good song but it's just so funny. Like, she's hissing at him. He's grabbing at her and stuff. Nice. And at the end, she slips out of the bars, and he can't. And he's, like, really, like, longing and stuff. And I was like, fuck, Shia LaBeouf is emoting. And it's not bad. <laughs> it, it's not, I mean, it's kind of, and then I read afterwards that they're supposed to be they're supposed to be uh, portraying werewolves oh. inside the cage or
0: something. But, I mean, like, when you see the emotion on his face at the end, you're like,
1: fuck, Shia LaBeouf, you're the, it's, huh.
0: Well, it's think, not bad. Well, I think, you know, um, much like a video game, like if you're stuck if you're stuck in a video game, uh, there's gonna be a point where you like Groundhog's Day where you say, Screw it, I don't care, and you ruin the experience for yourself and everybody else. Like Shia LaBeouf's career is kinda like that, I mean, sort of a little bit, where like, all right, he became a joke where everybody was like, Oh fuck. Nobody likes this guy. Uh, but then he decided to fully crash the car. Uh to like to kind of get over it you know and like so when you fully embrace the horror the terror the terribleness and like the jokity joke of it then people can get over it and see you in a new light so like now he could be like in a serious role again and people would be like oh you know it's not like the oh he's he's the guy from that crappy uh, indiana jones movie that nobody likes it's like oh he's that funny guy from the let's do it video
1: Well, I also thought he was a shitty actor because he was going full method, but when you're going full method, you're not acting anymore. He was like, I'm going to do a video, I'm going to do a movie about this guy on drugs, so I'm going to show up the set on drugs all the time. Uh, Or I'm going to do this movie about being alcoholic, so I'm going to show up drunk. Or I'm going to do this movie called Nymphomaniac about porn, and he's like, but I'm going to request that I actually fuck the actress in the movie. (laughs) I'm totally serious. (laughs) I'm totally serious. But I mean, like, that's not acting anymore, dude. That's just doing it. Yeah. Like, you suck as an actor. <laughs>
0: that's the whole that method. That's the LeBlanc like, method. Just do it. <laughs> I mean, it fucking is, right?
1: It's like, like, that's not method anymore. That's just real life. Do it. If you bang her on camera, it's just a porno dude. Just if do you it. come in high on drugs, it's not method. Do it's it. It's just really that. Just do it. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm fucking serious and like even for that like that World War 2 tank movie they did with Brad Pitt mm. um, he's supposed to have a scar in his face and so every fucking day or whatever he would take a knife and cut open his face oh my god he's like yo check this out and he cuts open his face and then every couple days when it would start to scab over he would recut it and it's Dumbass. like what the fuck are you trying to prove Mr. Method like that's what they got makeup for you know like who are you trying to impress with that that's just stupid you're stupid yeah you know, it's like, come on. Are, are you trying to say that, that you're shitting on the makeup industry? Like, they fucking make orcs
0: look real. They can't make your
1: your cut on your face look real.
0: <laughs> he's probably he's probably like, yo, Hmu, check this out. You're gonna put me in the chair for an hour. Bam, done. Know, in one second.
1: Like, I know, right? It's like, like if Shia LaBeouf. Was fucking playing Mystique in the role of X Men. <laughs> he would have gotten blue scales tattooed on his skin. Yes, <laughs> he'd be like, "I'm not doing seven hours in the makeup chair oh, like uh, like Jennifer uh, was going to do. I'm just gonna fucking tattoo my skin and look. I dyed my hair
0: red and I and I and I had a special <laughs> eye surgery to make my eyes no, yellow. <laughs> this, wait, wait, wait. You are describing a sketch, <laughs> uh, a comedy sketch done." Um, years ago. Oh, on really? the, I think it's called The Human Giant. Uh, oh, I love The Human Giant. Yeah. where the surprised I don't remember it. It was awesome. It was like, it, so it's like a Star Trek show where they describe like the grueling process where one actor takes like 18 hours in the chair to get ready to be like the spock character on like star trek and mm-hmm. he's like screw it our show is a success success and so he gets like all this reconstructive surgery and face tattoos and he's got like this weird ass like chin and then he goes to to set that morning and he's like and everybody's like wow and they give him this big like standing ovation they're like "Yo, it's really brave and then the producer comes out and he's like show's canceled <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of the sketch is just him just trying to deal with having a monster face trying to get like another acting job
1: oh man that's awesome i love that's sound familiar how you're talking about it i love human giant yeah. well i would you know we we must even though i didn't think of that at the time i will attribute to that because unlike the uh the instagram guy fat jew i'm not going to steal people's work on purpose yeah dude don't, um don't
0: don't be a men stealia yeah exactly
1: but yeah i could but but see that's the difference like jennifer lawrence when she did Mystique, it's Lawrence, right? Yes. Yeah. Jennifer, when, Hunger Games. When Katniss, yeah, when she does Mystique, <laughs> she pretends to be a character and she wears the makeup and gets into the character. He would have just fucking tattooed his body blue.
0: Yes. <laughs> and they would have called it, it's Method. He's such a good actor. No, show, he's not. He's just real. <laughs> you, just show, you just show up on set and you're like, hey, where's Shia LaBeouf? And he just like dumps a blue can of paint on himself. He's like, check it out, guys. <laughs> I'm so I just method. did it.
1: And he's like, oh, dude! I tried out for Avengers. I put on like th- <laughs> 300 pounds of steroids and painted myself green. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wear a mocap suit. Dang, no way, dude! I'll do the real thing. Like he fucking, he just, like shows up, too. They're all doing like the voice acting for Shark Tales, and he shows up as like a fucking walrus, like that Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> he's like, Ooh, uh, oh,
0: uh, no. I'm ready
1: to do my lines. Like, did no one tell him this was voice acting? Why did Shia LaBeouf get walrus oh, surgery? Oh no.
0: <laughs> I, I can see him auditioning for like for so, something really bad. Like I was like, like he shows up and he's like, he's like Marvel. I want to audition for the part of Nick Fury. I'm a huge fan of the comics. all oh, the Holland Commandos! And he shows up in like full full blackface with an eye patch. He's like, I'm ready, guys. I'm ready. I, I had the eye taken out. I was. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, it's like it's like the, it's like the wrong one. <laughs> he's got the scars and everything. Oh man, Sh- oh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, you are our source of comedy. I hope you never get unweird. Stay weird, Shia. Stay weird.
1: And it kills me too. I mean, like, and some of these other actors that like, they aren't really the best actors, but for, for like a role, they'll lose like fifty pounds. They'll starve themselves so they look like someone else. And and people are like, oh shit, you're such a good actor now because you starved yourself. Give them some awards. I'm like, why? They're I still mean, not a great actor. They just fucking starved themselves so they look different.
0: Well, That's a, well, that's, that's... That's a
1: category for an award now. And for looking different <laughs> for a role without
0: the use of makeup or effects, this guy who starved himself,
1: congratulations, goes to Matthew McConaughey.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the that's way in porn awards, too. You ever seen porn awards? No. No. Well, let me tell you, it's a shit show. It's never about like it's never about like, "Hey, this porn was really good," or "Hey, this was like well lit," or "Hey, that storyline actually went somewhere." No, it's like, "This girl deep-throated two or three of those fluorescent lighting bulbs at the same time. Yes, <laughs> give her an award." It's always just like,
1: like weird. Is Matthew McConaughey really that much better of an actor now? I don't know. I, I mean, he's just kind of like He's just like, all right, everyone thinks I'm pretty and good looking. So as long as I just fuck up my appearance, everyone will be like, holy shit, look okay, at that's Makane. Yeah, dude, he's like 80 pounds and he's got a mustache. Oh, he's so amazing now. Oh, dude, is that Makane over there? Oh my God, he's like 100 pounds and he's just ugly looking now. It's so good. <laughs> just, uh, I mean, seriously, like, that's the thing now in Hollywood. I mean, and it's not fair because there's something like when Christian Bale fucking starved himself. For actually oh, two different roles, like the machinist, and for that boxing movie with uh, Wahlberg.
0: <laughs> well, for, well, first he first he like did Batman and hulked up. Then he did the machinist and hulked down, like back yeah. to like Bruce Banner. Then he hulked up again for another Batman.
1: Yeah, so it's like I, I don't want to shit him because like he actually had some good acting performances. But you know, a lot of the thing why why I mean, you have to say uh, how he did a really good acting appearance, but he also fucking starved himself. And we gotta give him credit for that too.
0: I mean, it's crazy. I'll give you a crazy award. Like, If he hadn't starved himself
1: and just did the movie, would he have still gotten the award? That's what I'm saying. And, Yo, uh, and I feel bad because he did it. He actually was good in
0: it. So, we'll, we'll get this, man. We're living in a new era. Captain America came out and everybody realized, wait a second, I don't need to starve myself. In order to- exactly. He's <laughs> like, wait a second, we can just shoot this with like a skinnier actor and then put the guy's face on his face. <laughs> I
1: just realized what Shia LaBeouf's last ever movie is going to be. <laughs> What, (laughs) zombie? (laughs) Oh no! He's like, oh, I'm gonna play a zombie. No, Shia, no! (laughs) I have to
0: die. (laughs) I gotta be a real zombie, or it doesn't work. When When I (laughs) come, when I come back,
1: Shia LaBeouf killed himself. (laughs) When I come back,
0: invite the cure for zombieism
1: oh my gosh Shia LaBeouf's dead did he have like a history of being uh, upset or upset no he just fucking auditioned for a zombie movie <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the makeup I don't need it I'll just, just kill myself dude all
0: right all right so Blade <laughs> 4 Shia LaBeouf is the villain where he's tries to become a real-life vampire oh my god he's so like weird. he's like he's drinking everybody's blood and Bates like Blade's like dude you're making us look bad Shia LaBeouf would bite the necks of so
1: many people on that set. <laughs> and, of course, he stays in method in between the sets, so he'd just start eating the cast, like <laughs> like the movie Shadow of the Vampire. <laughs> like, Don't cut yourself around LaBeouf. <laughs> it's like a warning on all. When you enter the set, LaBeouf thinks he's a vampire. Don't cut yourself.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I'd love that. What would be even better is if he thinks that being a vampire is like being Blade from Blade Trinity. Oh, my God. I would love if he was in Blade 4 and, like, the whole
1: cast, like, the dredgers and stuff. Well, I had to walk around with, like, UV lights and stuff. (laughs) It's like the only thing. Just fucking hold silver next to you.
0: (laughs) Just like, all right, so catering menu is straight garlic for the next three months. Oh, my God.
1: This was a lot of fun.
0: Yay. Well, whatever you're going to talk about, (laughs) save it for next week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We are the Jumpman Podcast coming at you every single week uh, on Tuesdays on iTunes. You can subscribe to us there. Uh, we're also on Facebook. And, dude, Maniac of the Week from our Facebook page, Mr. Kieran McFarland. Yeah. Aw, boomstick. Um, thanks so much, dude, for posting on our wall. Uh, and for everybody else, too. Thank you, dudes. Um, and, he's
1: cool. and he's a cool Ghostbuster, too.
0: Hell yeah, dude. I love that costume. Yep. It's funny. When go it's it's like this is just thing. You know, when you're when you put on the uh, proton pack and wander out into the universe, you're going to find other ghostbusters. Yeah. It's just like this thing that always happens. Like if you don't have a ghostbusting group when you attend like a convention, you will have one by the end because there's just these solo ghostbusters and it's like you can't just be a ghostbuster by yourself. You got to have a team. Yeah. So Awesome. I love seeing those photos. Uh, We're also on jumpmanpodcast.com. That's our HQ. We're also on retrowaretv.com and elder-geek.com.
1: Yeah. Whew. Well, that was an authentic episode.
0: Yeah. Now I'm going to go That's so good. I'm going to go watch Gravity Falls, I guess.
1: You got to. Yeah, I'm pretty. It's like episode 11 and it's good. Like, look it up. It's like called like Fight Fighters or something. It's
0: so (laughs) good, dude. It's so good. Awesome. All right. We'll see you next
1: week. So
0: Jumpman. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.